was that? Okay. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, look. Uh, I mean, you ask me on this show and you subject me to Don Lane's... I mean, this is for our older view, older <laughs> listeners. Don Lane tripping into the stage. Yeah, look, okay, a bit of a background on that. Look, we're still trying to find the uh, Cars Guide podcast theme music. Uh, that's not it. Um, over Christmas, I was a bit naughty, and I've spent most of the budget on hiring a um, an American, an American talk show uh, band. Very professional, though. Yeah. As a guest, I'm offended. <laughs> Very tight, though. Very professional. Well, uh, look, the, technically, 10 out of 10. But not, you don't musically not going to not suitable. Oh, far out. It's a lot of money. Mm. Anyway, there's a consultancy fee attached to that. By the way. Anyway, hello and welcome to the Cars Guide podcast. It's the first of the year 2018. Um, here we tear down, pressure test, and rebuild the issues of the automotive week. Now I am joined by Cars Guide senior editor Matt Campbell, otherwise known as M4. G'day. And some bloke called Peter Anderson, who's not only very funny, but knows a thing or two about cars, which is handy because he's been writing for us for years. You are very kind. Hello. I wouldn't call him funny, but that's okay. <laughs> well, he means me odd. Kind. He doesn't mean funny. As in, uh, oh, yeah. Peculiar. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. This week, we're going to be looking at the cars which are coming up in 2018. There's a whole bevy of uh, exciting animals that are, are going to be approaching, mm. uh, including the Alpine A110, which is I'm very excited about, the Ford mm. Ranger Raptor, and um, a Camaro wearing a HSV badge. Um, we're also going to be looking at a UK story for, that an auto car uh, magazine ran uh, recently. Um, they were given a private tour of a top secret warehouse uh, in Stuttgart, a Porsche uh, top secret warehouse. Lucky them. Um, yeah. yeah. There was a, there was the hideous and amazing things in there. There were Porsche Cayenne Cabriolets and Ooh. all sorts of amazing things. Mm. But first up, Musk Watch. <laughs> now, if you if you if you're not familiar with the uh, the Cars Guide podcast, uh, Musk Watch is uh, basically our our early early warning system, which sort of checks the, the the musk radar and um look he, he elon does something new each week and last week on december 28 when he put put a tweet out there saying is there anything that we as tesla can improve on um somebody replied um, with a handle on twitter called vancouver seed bank i'm not sure if it's wow um, um that's no. what, what that means but no. vancouver seed bank said yeah what about an electric pickup and elon <laughs> Has just run with it and gone, yeah, I've been thinking about it for five years. We're actually thinking of doing one, uh, something a little bit li- bigger or the same size as an F-150 Ford. Mm. Um, and then went to describe the plans for it to be released after the Model Y. Um, yeah, so so this week uh, we've got a, a, a Tesla pickup. Mr. Anderson, what, what are your thoughts? Well, firstly, I thought Muskwatch was like a Silicon Valley Sasquatch. But um, <laughs> let's not Close. talk about that. Well... Actually, kind of is, isn't it? Um, Look, I'm ambivalent about this kind of carry-on because I would like to see them produce a car that doesn't fall apart on contact. Uh, Look, I like Teslas. I mean, one of the great great joys of this job is saying that you like Teslas and the first YouTube comment is, this man is a Tesla hater. I love what they do. I love what Tesla's doing and I really... But can we just get what we're building out the door. The Model 3 is going to make or break this company and, you know, carrying on with 1.9 second uh, roadsters and um, pickup trucks from his 
very fertile imagination. <laughs> I just think, come on, man. I mean, great. But, I mean, also, if I'm the SEC, I'd be asking questions about why he's laying out a product roadmap on Twitter. <laughs> just, just, do, just do what you've got to do. Do what you've got to do. Make, M- the, make the Model 3. Make it good. M4, you're, I know that you're not a huge fan. Well, you used to be. I, I am a former massive fan of Tesla. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate what they have done for the electric car mm. in general because mm. it's got people talking about it and thinking about it yep. and, and wanting it which is great, yep. but they should, like you say, be able to want something and attain something yeah. rather than just want it and have, you know, imaginary product lineups mm. that they might happen. But it, this is so Silicon Valley, right? Yeah. They, they've, they've learned three things over the past couple of years. Making cars is hard. Making lots of cars is really hard. Making lots of really, really good cars is really, really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And they're not addressing any of it. Mm-hmm. Where are we up to? So we need, like, um, what, what cars should be coming out now? Model 3. The Model 3 should be out and they should be making 1,500 of them a week. And how many, how many have been delivered? Oh, I'd still in triple digits, I imagine. Yeah. 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 And, and they're, they're Australian orders. Because I remember, God, when I started I in 2015, people, people yeah. lined up like an yep. Apple store, mm. you know, product launch yeah. for their Model 3 down payment. Yep. yep. And so that was two years ago or something. It's getting like on, that. 18 yeah, yeah, months, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I, you know, we know... We three of us know someone who looked at a Tesla and went, actually, um, I'm not taking that car. Yeah. You can have that back. Yeah, because the build quality just isn't quite where it should be. Yeah, and for that's, the kind of money you're paying. And that's the problem with them as at the moment as a small manufacturer. They're, yeah. they're still a niche manufacturer yeah, in yeah, the scheme yeah. of things. They're yeah. not making lots of cars like the German competitors mm. against which they are yeah. going to be fighting. Yeah. And that's where they're falling short. I mean... Mm. The, I think I said it last time. The Tesla is a fantastic brand, but it's not a good car maker. No. Yeah. Mm. Well, and it's understandable mm. because how long have they been making cars for? For yeah. ten years. That's yeah. right. It's not even that. And and yeah. look, they they started well by by thinking we're not going to reinvent the wheel. We'll take a Lotus Elise chassis and we'll build around that. Good start. Well done. But then they just kind of went off the reservation. Became very Silicon Valley confident because everyone in the valley thinks that everything is like building an app. And it's not like that. And, uh, you know, Faraday Future had the same idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just an app. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't got any money. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and it's almost like, a, you know, uh, Kevin Costner built it and they'll come. Yeah. And the thing. Like, he's, he's trying to build this dream and hoping people will come on board. Mm. But we've, we've, you know, we've spoken about how the company is hemorrhaging, you know, a lot of money every eight minutes. I think it's like mm. a, it's mm. a fortune. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and it sounds like they have bitten off more they can chew. Um, Tesla trucks and the you know model model the Roadster 2.0. Oh, um, seriously, I mean, look, if I was at the other manufacturers who are quietly working away getting electric cars out there, I would think this is because they're doing they've got covering fire. Tesla mm-hmm. is providing covering fire for the entire legacy auto industry who could have been really badly shaken by Tesla and are mm. not going to be. Mm. And I think that's probably the worst part of it that they looked like they were going to shake things up. And really, it was the, ma- the the legacy manufacturer was completely tripped itself up with Dieselgate, and that's yeah. what's driven electric. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's on that side. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it hasn't really been Tesla; it's been Dieselgate. Look, I I, I kind of want to play the devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I do want to believe. I do want to believe. Oh, that so do I. I do. Elon no, 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 I do is our you know our Iron Man, Lord I and Savior. No, like, no, come on. No, no. see, no, no, I mean, the, he, look. His politics are, 
The boring company is basically making tunnels for rich people. It's like, come on, man. Is there going to be like a class society where rich people get to go underground yeah. and, 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 and skip the, the mutants are above yep. ground? Yeah, that's pretty much how it works. It's like, come on, man. It's just... At least he's not announced some supersonic jetliner, or has he? Well, pff, SpaceX. So next week. Yeah. Anyway, look, talking about cars which are actually going to be mm. coming next year, mm. uh, Andrew Chesterton, one of our esteemed writers, has yes. written a Cars Guide story on what to look out for in 2018. Check it out, Cars Guide website. Um, but a couple of standouts are the Alpine. A110, which I think has been coming forever. <laughs> which is funny, I having mean, just bagged Tesla. He's a car that's been coming for like a decade. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. But I think it's it's actually, it's, it's this is really happening now. Um, yep. Guys, uh, what are y'all, what are you looking forward to this year? Well, I'm, I am looking forward to that Alpine, mm-hmm. um, you know, little coupe. It's going to be affordable by sports car standards. Yep, yep. Uh, it's 1,080 kilos. Oh, it's got a 185 kilowatts and 320 newton meters in a 1.8 <laughs> turbo engine. It's going to be a corker of a car. Yeah. So like, that's sort of Cayman Boxster sort of rival, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. well, it's probably more 4C rival, isn't it? So Except it'll be, you'll be able to get one. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, well, you can get a 4C if you want one. But um, <laughs> an Alpine, you know, could be under 100 grand, maybe even yeah, as low yeah. as 80 grand. If it's 80, yeah. Yeah, which will be amazing. But around that same sort of price point, we or maybe a little bit higher, we might see the HSV Camaro, which is mm. a very, very different take on a two-door sporty car. Yeah. Not a sports car. See how I didn't call it a sports car? Sporty. Because it's, it's a sporty car. Yeah. Um, I like using the word sporty when I write a story for something which isn't that sporty. <laughs> Um, so are so you funnily a, enough to PR people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. automotive marketer. Yeah. Yeah. my secrets away. <laughs> my sporty driving. <laughs> it's slightly firm. Um, <laughs> I am much more interested in the Alpine than I am the Camaro. I don't understand the Camaro thing. Oh, come on. Muscle car. Who doesn't understand a muscle car? Well, see, see, now everyone got excited about the Mustang. Yes. And I drove it and was like, that's yes. eh, nice. But no. Oh, I mean the interior. Five litre was good. Is the interior on the new Camaro as bad as the... It's American. It'll be terrible. It'll be terrible. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm. So 80 grand. No, thank you. But the Alpine would... I think in the interior of the Alpine will be amazing. Oh, won't it? But yeah. I mean, look, I am a big fan of whatever comes out of Dieppe. I mm. love Renault Sport, Clio's, mm. Megane's, all of that stuff. It's, and so if it's as nuts as those cars, yeah. that'll be... It'll be fantastic. And I, I am very excited about the Alpine. I do love that it looks like an original Alpine yeah. as well. Like, <laughs> you know, over the years, we've had these monster sort of hypercar looking Alpines. Mm. And then this has arrived and it's like, oh, it's like it's one cute. from the 1940s. And like the 4C, it's the kind of car that Lotus should now be building, but yes. they don't have the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. No, Lotus will just keep going with those cars <laughs> that it's been building for a long time. <laughs> no, 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 because Geely money's coming. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. with Lotus, I feel like it's a case of Zoolander. Like, it's the same. <laughs> Look, it's Magnum, it's Blue Steel, it's yeah. just the, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's the Exige, you know, well, it's the Evora. It's no, it's the same thing. Hey, but don't you talk about the car I love like that. <laughs> but they've the masterminded, awesome. they've masterminded the ability to update the car with a special edition model yeah. every six months or so yeah, yeah. and just go, oh, look, it's now the fastest one ever. <laughs> now it's the fastest one ever. Again. And again. It's, it's like an iPhone. Yeah. It's the fastest iPhone we've ever made. Yeah. Like, really. No, seriously. Onto a different car, Ranger Raptor. Um, <laughs> that is going to be... Now, we've seen a few... I've seen a, a few wild tracks out there that have been modded mm-hmm. fairly heavily. Yeah, haven't they? Ranger Raptors, like... The, the beast of all beasts. Now, um, I, 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 to it? I don't mind the Ranger at all. And I, I reviewed a wild track about 18 months ago uh, with, with Nikki and Talking Heads and she called it the, um, the mullet of utes. 
and got it around the wrong way. Business at the back and party up <laughs> yeah, the front. But yeah. it's, that actually works. And the wild track is just going to be all party. Yes. It just it, the, the, the Raptor. No yeah. business. I'm no a big business. fan. Big fan. No business out the back, no business out the front. No all business party. at all. It's party all out party. the front and the party it's out the back. It's all party. <laughs> it is going to sell like hotcakes though. Fashion, it's yeah. it's going to go nuts because Definitely. like you say, if you're paying 70000 bucks on a Ranger and then you're throwing thirty grand at it, to modify it to the look mm. that you want. If you can get this for, let's say it's going to be 100 grand, mm. it might not even be that much. I don't think it'll be that much either. Which yeah. is, you know, it's going to be an impressive thing for Ford because it'll be something that they can hold up and say, look, we're relevant. Yeah, yeah. And, and what it's also going to do is Toyota will take that SR5 special pack that they put out last year with, yeah, with the, the um, TRD stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll ant that up too. So there'll be another and it, that'll be fun. You hope, be, that'll be fun to watch. You hope it's a stimulant for the market. Yeah. And, and then it'll trigger stupid stories like a rotary going into a BT50 and then it'll go mad. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Yeah, perfect. Now, something which is, I think, is going to be far more down to earth and something which I think a lot more people are going to be getting into is the i30N. Get yeah. me into one of those. Who, right I now. haven't driven one, Matt. Who, I've driven you've one. You've driven, driven one. one. Okay. Yep. yep. In fact, there's a video. Yes, there you, is a video. With a gag. Yeah. And it's very much worth watching everyone who hasn't seen it. I'm already. super funny. It is. Um, <laughs> it's, it's on Oversteer on it's the Cars really Guide website. No, no, you should so. watch it. Um, but that car is one of those cars that I didn't really believe that, a brand like Hyundai could make. Mm. And by that I mean it's fun. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Hyundai's done the the things that you expect a fledgling or a building yeah, yeah. company to get to a point. Like the i30, the regular i30 got to the point in this generation, this new generation where I went, holy crap, this is like, this is the best. It was yep. finished. It yeah. landed finished. There exactly. was nothing to do. It's yep. like, this is a great car. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And i30N is going to be like that. I mean, mm. obviously they're going to come in with uh, front-wheel drive manual only, yep. which will be a big issue for some buyers. Yep. Mm. But then, you know, in two years they'll probably have a dual clutch and then yep. in two years after that, at the end of the current generation life cycle, it'll be the all-wheel drive with a <laughs> dual clutch. So they'll have an array of different i30Ns and that's all stuff that people can build up to. But yep. if this thing comes in at, mm. you know, 40-ish for, for the entry-level one, it's going to be, be awesome. Fantastic. I am more than happy for Hyundai. And like I, I see, I think the Peugeot 308 GTI is better than the Golf GTI. Mm-hmm. And I'm more than happy for more makers to come in and cut Volkswagen's lunch because they'll go, hang on, we've got to do a better job with this. And then that'll, and again, we're going to see better cars coming out yep. at that price price point. Yeah. And that's it's going to be ten grand cheaper, roughly, than a Civic Type R at mm-hmm. the end. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to. But it sound from what I've seen and heard, it looks like it's a, a viable competitor to that. Well, I drove the Civic Type R on the weekend before I went to the i30N launch mm. and I enjoyed the i30N more. Ooh. And that is to say that the Civic Type R is clinically very good. Yeah, yeah. But the i30N is more entertaining. More playful. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that. You know, I'm so yeah, I'm a big I'm really looking forward to the i30N. There's are. a couple more. There's the Stelvio, which just came from Alpha, which yeah. is based on that same uh, Julia platform. Um, I'm expecting it to be fantastic. And the QV too. engine in it. Oh, <laughs> bangity, God. bangity, bang, pop. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Lamborghini Urus as well, or Urus. Urus, Urus. You say Uranus, I say Uranus. What was the original name for it? It had a better name originally. Was it the, um, oh, the, um, the Lamborghini? <laughs> Mm. I thought it was it always was, going to be called the Urus. No, but there was another one, yeah. and it was an, another bull animal name, yeah, and it was a something. better name. I can't, it can't have been that much better now. I've forgotten it. <laughs> I mean, the 
millions of people are going to buy the Aurus or want to buy it. And we were saying, talking about this before, is it's going to be cheap, but yeah, well, cheap by Lambo standards, oh, under four hundred thousand dollars, tough to look at. That's a bargain Lamborghini. It is. It's tough to look at though. It is. Having said that, I would have that over a Bentayga in a heartbeat. Oh mm. God, yes, God, yes. <laughs> then now, again, I can just get an Audi SQ, two Audi SQ sevens for the price, the mm. same price and pretty much the same mechanicals. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look, we are going on to a uh, another dream car topic. Uh, mm. Last week, auto car. Now, even though we're all competitors, you've got to give credit where credit's due. And mm. auto car is a bit of a bible in this industry. They do a very good job. Um, they ran a story on uh, a top secret warehouse in Stuttgart, a Porsche top secret warehouse. Yes. Now, amazing, amazing pictures have come out of it. We're talking the very first Beetle. You know, the mules for the for the nine one eight four door nine eight nine Porsches. Um, I love this stuff. Amazing stuff. And in, in each image which is in their gallery, I just found myself going, ooh, what's that in the background? And, and mm, what's mm. under that sheet? And they've got a Benz with a V8 and they're using as a test mule and stuff like that. Peter, any of your oh. dream, what would you steal if you had 20 minutes to take whatever you want? Like oh, if I had 20 minutes to take one out, it would be the 959 Paris Dakar. Yeah. Partly because of the history, but partly because it's bonkers. <laughs> um, there's the... <laughs> That wild-looking Panamericana. That would just be kind of how many pedestrians can I slice with this car? Because there's just bodywork everywhere. Yeah. It's like the um, the Plymouth Prowler yeah, from way right. back yeah, when. That's yeah. exactly what it's like. like. Exposed wheels. Yeah, yeah. Like this thing. It. That's not what cars look like. No, that's and a it, Jetsons car. It is, it is, and it is, and it's like this is nuts. And I would. It'd be just be great to see who actually noticed it. Uh, and these kind of come as a pair, the 989 and the 932, which were these five-door 911s. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always a fan particularly of the 989, and I thought, oh, this would be great if they ever did this, and then they did the um, that thing. The, What's it called? The, the Panamera. That's with a P. Yeah, the first era. Panamera. I really like the Panamera. Oh, it's pr- uh, look, yeah. I'm sure it's great to drive, <coughs> and I'm happy to find out. Um, but, uh, again, like the Aorus, Difficult to look at. Yeah, the first yeah. generation. The first generation. Oh, yeah. the second generation is much prettier. It's it's a good looking thing these days. But, yeah, but the I'm one. I'm with you. That nine five nine looks yeah yeah perfect. <laughs> Just give me give Not, me that filthy dirty nine five nine Paris Um Things that don't look perfect um, that are also two door. Yep. Is the KN convertible cabriolet? Oh my god, it's hideous. But you know what? They've looked at it and gone. We can't do yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it could have been their, uh, their Nissan Murano cross cabriolet moment. Oh, I forgot about that. Why would you do that to me? Well, Why did you make want, me remember I that? I just want people to remember that things can be bad. Oh, <laughs> talking about bad, what about the um, 928 wagon? <laughs> did you see that? Mm. <laughs> it's like, um, mm. it's kind of like a Panamera, like, before. Underdeveloped, like half conceived. <laughs> how many? How many things did they try and spin off the nine two eight platform? Like yeah. that's like yeah. everything's a nine two eight something. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's even a V eight mule uh, yeah. with a Mercedes body on it. You yeah. just know that was for the nine two eight. Well, the nine two eight was supposed to replace the nine eleven. Is that me. is that right? Yeah, and, I, and then, I look. Yeah. And then they re- they went because it was the eighties. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're like, oh, look, we should move on. We should do so, you know something <laughs> more something modern. physically appropriate. <laughs> we're like, no, 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 no. We've made a mistake. <laughs> well. I think the customers just went, actually, we're going to keep buying this crazy, uh, scientifically incomprehensible 911 because mm. we like 
the idea that it might kill us. Mm. <laughs> that, that four door, I, I think if, if there was one car that if it was like that supermarket suite where you could run in and grab whatever you wanted mm. in, in 60 seconds, I think I'd take that four door. The 989. 989. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. Really, like that, we're talking, what year is that? 1982 or something? Oh, no, it's later than that. No, because I wasn't into cars at that, uh, that age. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was like. Uh, 1988. Yeah. It, was it a harm? Was it one of the harm Lagay designs, the guy who did the Boxster concept? I think it was. Yeah. It and that's looks, why it's quite nice. It's yeah. beautiful. Mm. For 1989, four doors in a 911 gorgeous. body. Yeah. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I, I, I actually hadn't heard of the 932 until I saw it in the thing. So I don't know where, where that fits in the canon or if it's non canon. <laughs> I'm just looking at a picture here of the uh, Mercedes-Benz W124, which that's the one where they put the V8 in yeah, as a yeah, test yeah. mule because they wanted to test this V8 engine for the 989. And oh. the W124 apparently had the same you know, speci- you know, specifications in terms of weight Ooh, and, and balance. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's unusual that they, you know, that they would choose a, a Merc to do it and not mm. actually one of their own vehicles. Oh, maybe they were talking to Merc about reusing the chassis because mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of money at Porsche back then. That's no, true. No, they like, have, not, not the VW money they got now. No, they yeah. have been through the ringer a little bit. And I mean, well, they put themselves through it. And Although that does look this. like, yeah, that looks like this. the back end of, that's the 932. Yeah, that's the 932 and it looks like a Monaro or a VX Commodore. Yeah, you know what Why? it looks like? A Renault Laguna. It does. It does. <laughs> it's got Renault Laguna written all over the back that of it. Is, like, that I'm just expecting Alan Menu to climb in and take it yeah. around Brands Hatch. But okay. Look, that C pillar, that's very VX, V. From this yeah. angle. From this angle. Commodore. From yeah. that angle. I think people are going to yeah. have to click the link yeah. that we'll yeah, have yeah, to yeah. put in. <laughs> to, <laughs> so to see what we're talking I'm, about. I'm holding up my computer and that doesn't really work well. <laughs> this is terrible podcast. radio, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Where's James? Well, Where's James? Uh, I don't. We'll get to where James is very shortly. There's a very good reason why he's not with us. Um, now, moving into more real-world garages, our own mm. garage. Mm-hmm. Now, it's been the Christmas break. We've had a couple of cars uh, rolling around between us mm. the last two weeks. Um, let's just talk about what you've been in and what you've been doing. Um, I'll kick things off. I've had a, a BMW X3. Mm. Uh, uh, it's the X-Drive 20D, the diesel. Lovely. Um, with the M Sport pack. Uh, we've done everything from um, picking up a toilet at You've Bunnings. plumbing with a Beamer. We, we, yeah, we needed a new loo. And um, I think this was the first time an X3 came with a toilet. Um, <laughs> so that fit in the back, along with all the Christmas presents. We did the run up to Maitland to visit my, the in-laws, uh, full of presents. Um, it, you know what? It's got big, fat um, Pirellis on it, um, and they've got a really high um, sidewall. And it just so reminded me about how, you know, a lot of the ride that you experience in a car is the tyre. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And my wife kept saying, oh, this is so much more comfortable than the XC60, the Volvo. <laughs> and, um, like, and I'm like, it's, you know, actually, it feels more comfortable, but then, then you look at the tyres and they're like balloons. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, that does factor in you know big time and one of the issues when you step up through the specs in in car ranges and it doesn't matter whether it's a hyundai or a, or a benz they seem to put more and lower and lower profiles yep. as you go up yeah and so your your ride tends to get worse and worse Something and worse yeah. the more you pay <laughs> yeah um although then you get mm. to mclaren and they've got like 30 section tires and it rides beautifully like a yep. it's yep. amazing but it's a mclaren but that's money <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, although yeah. And, and back to the evora again yeah. No sidewall, beautiful ride. Are you sponsored by Lotus? No, it's just that none of you have driven it, so I'm just waving. <laughs> I've it driven it. All oh, right, right, oh, yeah, right. yeah, I drove it right. in England. 
Oh, well, oh. that doesn't count. Oh, in fact, Peter. what happens in England stays in England. <laughs> Norfolk, mate, Norfolk. It was delightful. <laughs> Went a- for a factory tour. This was not long after the Danny Bahar oh, whole right. situation. Oh, so there was nine cars in production. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they were building a city car as well. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. On a so, stream. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. So you're right, mostly. But, I mean, Holden tracks LS to... Yes. Um, the top of the range, mm. the, the LS is the best, rides well. Only other issue I had with the um, X3 is, mm. um, okay, so the trim pack that, that's been installed in the interior, there's a lot of shiny metal oh. and it looks beautiful. Mm. Until but New Year's Eve, mm. right, going to the mire in the city for the photo with Santa, right, everyone's a bit hot, 42 degree day. Yeah. Um, the, the the start stop button is metal. Oh. I burnt my finger. Oh. Burnt my finger. I've got. I've, it's, like, it's like a micro. I mean, you take a bowl out of the microwave. It was that hot. Oh. It's, it, this is a thing in Germany. Yeah, they're, they're not thinking just, about just that. that. No, no, they're not thinking about burnt fingers. You know, thirty five degrees is a is a really hot day in Germany. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're talking forty two. What? I've been in Berlin when it's thirty four. <laughs> Germans do not like the heat. No, 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 no. no. So, um, oh, that's distressing. Yeah, but yeah. apart from that, it was it was. It was a good Christmas car. Um, practical, comfortable. <laughs> it's a good Christmas car. Cars aren't just for Christmas, Richard. <laughs> no, that's true. That is true. That is true. Peter, what what have you been driving? What's been in your garage? I had the Mazda CX-5 diesel Ooh. GT, which I think is probably the pick of the CX-5 That's range. one below the top of the range. Mm. Um, Akira? Akira, yeah. Akira. So it's got the heads mm. up. Mm-hmm. Real, so this sounds like a small thing, but... Mm. When the, the old Mazda heads up was pretty iffy, mm. um, but this new one, not only is it proper projected onto the sc- windscreen, blah, 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 but it's the same font as the dials in front of you. <gasps> You're now, a font oh, guy. Uh, no, yeah. I'm not, actually not a font I'm guy. I'm a font guy. I'm, I'm a, font really guy. a font guy. But you really notice it when they're different. Yeah. Like, um, and it just gives you, it, it just, it really changes your perception of the quality of a car. Like yep, yep. when everything is the same yep. all the way through. Yep. yep. It's like when you launch an old iPhone 4 app mm. that hasn't been updated on your new iPhone. It's like, oh, goodness, what's going on there? <laughs> you kind of get that feel when, so it's not something that you notice if you just get in and drive this particular car, but you think this is a really, this is a nice yeah. car. And it is, yeah. it's a lovely car. It's great to drive. The engine's strong. It's got a proper gearbox in it. So many in the segment have stupid gearboxes, uh, Forrester. Um, and, uh, you know, everything's right about this car. It, it, and, you know, everyone has to um, kind of rethink again after yeah. this CX-5. Yeah, it's not the biggest in the class. There's a lot of things that it isn't. Mm-hmm. But what it is is it's beautiful to get in and drive. It's great to look at, especially in that red. Yeah, I mean, yeah. How good is Mazda's soul red? It's soul red. Stunning. It costs more though, doesn't it? Two hundred and fifty bucks. That's all right. Like, or three hundred bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. It's nothing compared. Oh, you pay I mean, it. like your X three, the the um the metallic on that would have been eighteen hundred bucks. Easy, yeah. easy. Yeah. Um, I think there it's very hard to to match the package that the CX five mm. is. I mean, I love the Tucson and I love a couple of other cars in the segment. But wow! Got to say that head-up display is good, mm-hmm. and it's amazing that you get into something like a you know a Range Rover or a, a JLL product, and they just haven't seemed to have nailed down their their head-up display. I feel mm. like I'm at the optometrist, and they're doing that number one, yeah. number two, <laughs> and it's like it's blurry and it's orange and and it's green, and I, I don't know what's yeah. going on. Man, Paul, what have you been in? Mm. Uh, I've been in a Toyota Hilux. Yay! Um, oh, have you been out, mate? You should have taken, got the dunny for Richard, oh, and done it yeah, in the yeah. back of the Hilux. You could have put it in as well. Mate, you know yeah. what I call the Hilux? 
It's the Shire's choice. Oh, it is too. <laughs> have a, it's, a uh, Southern Cross uh, sticker on the back? Yeah, no, yeah. no, it didn't. Uh, it was the SR5 though. With Ooh. Well, it's the SR5 Plus, which Ooh. has Plus what? leather interior and an electric driver's seat, but mm. no lumbar support. Um, so no lumbar adjustment, I no should adjustment, say. Yeah. So <laughs> you're after, walking like a question mark. Definitely no lumbar support. After yeah. about <laughs> fifteen hundred kilometres in a week and a half, um, my back is not the same as it was before I Ooh. spent my time in the car. Well, you can just lay yourself out in the tray. Yeah. Yeah, I could <laughs> just just get someone to drive you down a bumpy road in the tra- and it'll realign. Yeah, just, it's DIY chiropractor. <laughs> I guess. Um, no, so he's unconvinced, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he is unconvinced. It's it's the manual, which is an odd option for Toyota to give us, um, but it does have the towing kit. So I guess they've gone. This one's the one with the best towing ability. So we'll give him that. Um, I didn't tow with it, mm-hmm. um, but I did do quite a few Ks, and I. Maybe my back issues also came from the ride um, because yeah, it, mm. it is punishing. Mm. Um, That's why you need the toilet in the back to weigh it yeah. down. Yeah. It would have been yeah. good to put a few hundred kilos in there. I put maybe a hundred kilos of like presents and luggage <laughs> and stuff. Mm. But Matt, are you Santa? Uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't want to give it away. Dashing, but <laughs> dashing through the dust. Yeah. Yeah, in so a one horsepower Ute. It was. It's. I mean, I Sorry. see. I can see why a lot of people buy Hiluxes. Um, I would not buy one because I think there are better Utes out there. Oh, like controversial. You're an X-class man. Um, Southern no, no, Shire no, people no, close no. your ears. Look, I've yeah. driven every yeah. one of them. Every single one of oh, them. Here we go. And yeah. the Ford Ranger and Volkswagen Amarok are better. Yeah, the Ranger live, is very would you, good. Would you take an Amarok across the Simpson? I would. But towing it behind a Hilux, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I'll I'll drive the Ranger and you drive the V Dub because I'm not allowed to drive the V Dub. So you drive the Ranger, we'll, we'll we'll have a race across sure. the Simpson. That sure. would be awesome. Let's let's organise that. Let's make it happen. Crafty will be in on it. Well, Crafty can be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> talking talking of bad backs, I've had a really bad back because I've been looking after our toddler for the last two weeks over Christmas and trying to get him into his car seat. The seats in the X3 are the only place where my back is not killing me. Oh. Um, work chair hurting. Um, oh, standing so up hurting. Good seats so is what you're saying. I want, actually right. want, after we finish this podcast, I want to just do the rest of my work day down in the well, just unbolt the seats and put it in. <laughs> put it in. You know, like those bogans who have computer seats like that. Yeah. Look, um, guys, I'm I'm ignoring the um the elephant in the room or the elephant um, that's not in the room. Yeah, that's right. The elephant is James James Cleary. He's normally our he's our host. Mm. He's not here, but you should know he's on a bit of a rescue mission. Um, Look, he's a good fella, isn't he? That's the type of guy he he's is. He's just all about other people. Now, I said last time that that Frosty would be. You said he'd be out until after New Year's. Well, that's yeah. it. Now, Frosty <laughs> Chops, if you don't know Frosty Chops, he's the head of PR for the Winton Motor Company. Now, the Winton <laughs> are the last remaining uh, local manufacturing mm. car company in Australia. Mm. And they've also the, 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 the prime sponsor of the Cars Guide podcast yeah. uh, too. The only Look, one's mad enough to continue manufacturing in Australia and sponsor the Cars Guide podcast. Yeah, that's their yeah. tagline. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, each year Frosty goes, attends the, uh, the, the city to Hobart, normally in sort of recreational capacity. He's mm. woken up on a, on a yacht. Yeah. Midway through Bass Strait before, yeah. after a heavy night. Still full of turkey and champagne. <laughs> Ham, turkey and champagne. <laughs> look, this year Frosty was competing and mm. um, there's, look, we're, we're a little bit distressed to say that his, uh, one of his, his personal locator beacon on his, um, on his uh, life jacket's gone off. Mm. Um, mm. I mean, the mm. race finished days ago. Days ago. A week ago, yeah. I think. 
Um, yes. His beacon's gone off, and it's gone off in the Grafton region. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, which is <laughs> quite something. Because that's north. The, yeah, uh, so he Sydney. turned he turned left. <laughs> he at turned the left heads. out of the heads. He's a, he likes like, he like Look, this is this is fr- this is the Winton Motor Company, really. Yeah, yeah, doing their own thing. <laughs> I mean, they used to they used to do a compact SUV, but now they're just doing large sedans. Well, look, I remember they did the V seven engine. It was <laughs> well, that's it. Oh, well, look, when, it was special back in the seventies when they had the Winton Maxi yachts. Um, <laughs> everyone used to go from Sydney to Hobart, like down the coast. Yeah, Winton used to go round, round right around, and still win. Started Sydney yeah. all the way out through the Gulf of Carpentaria yeah. down down to Hobart. Now, and still, win. still win and still yeah. win, but yeah. but because of some. Namby Pamby protest oh, from the start of the right. race. Yeah, they have right. taken away from him. Look, yeah. anyway, we're we're getting off topic here because <coughs> it's, we are. It's distress information. Uh, his be- his his, his personal location beacon has gone off in Grafton. They reckon he's floated down the Clarence and he's just circling. The <laughs> Somehow region. he's floated upstream. <laughs> but <laughs> again, 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 always going against the flow. Winton, <laughs> that's right, it's Winton, yeah, you know, that's the tagline. Look, um, James has put on his orange SES overalls because uh, the, the search ended days ago. Mm, they gave mm, up pretty much as soon as yeah. they found out that he was missing. Mm. And so James has done the only honourable thing and he's yeah. put on the SES orange overalls yep. and he's headed out there to, to find Frosty. So Godspeed, James. Godspeed. Um, hope you're okay. Hope you're out there, Frosty. This is not the first time this has happened. We know you can, you know you can get back from this well, one. He had a lot of turkey <laughs> and ham and a duck and chaser, so I think he's probably okay. <laughs> And he's got a plenty of carb storage on board. He's fine. Look, that concludes our Cars Guide podcast for the for the first one for 2018. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. And thank you, Peter. Uh, an unending pleasure. <laughs> and thank you to our studio producer, Bad to the Bone Barbara. He's angry but always fair. And our generous sponsor, of course, the Winton Motor Company, the proud maker of the Winton Turbo and 101 years young in 2018. <laughs> Good on them for celebrating. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, they celebrate every year. Yeah, every they do. Year. In this car climate, every year's every a victory. Year's a victory. <laughs> That's right. And thank you, dear listeners, for listening. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's show or anything else that's on your mind. Look, search for Cars Guide on Facebook and Instagram and use the hashtag CGPodcast or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. Remember to, subscri- remember to subscribe and please rate and review us on iTunes as well. It helps spread the word on the podcast. I hope you can join us next week. Until then, remember, James isn't here, so I don't have a witty sign-off. <laughs> Good. Good.